Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast. It's a podcast that does interviews with inspirational people like my guest, as well as provides custom content and monologues on topics to help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired self. So welcome. How are you today? Yes. Hello, Jackie. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I feel so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm excited too. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to find time. I know you've been, you've been so busy, right? So first we should introduce you though, because we know each other and we got to let folks know who you are. So this is my friend and colleague, Barbara, and she does all the things. So I'm gonna let you tell them about all your things. But um, I am, I brought, uh, asked you and you were so kind enough to accept. I asked you to come on the podcast because I like to bring in women that I think inspire others to the the show to, to see if you know what you're doing in your life can you know be of support to other people and very recently something I've seen a lot more of um, on your different channels and profiles is um, uh, chemo buddy which is just this lovely thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I know you do lots and lots of great things, but that was like, as soon as I saw that, uh, a friend of mine actually is recovering right now. Mm -hmm. from, uh, two of my friends are recovering from um, double mastectomies. Wow. And then I saw, you know, what you were doing and reaching out. And I thought, oh, how could I not have her here? Right. So, so that's why I was like, oh, that's right. We should have her come on. But I know you're doing tons and tons of other things. So would you like to tell the audience a little bit about what you're up to? Okay, I, where do I start? <laughs> well, first I will start by saying thank you, thank you, Jackie. You, I call all women queens because I look at you as royalty. So you are Queen Jackie. <laughs> so thank you so much for letting me on your wonderful platform. So let me start off by saying what my platform is, and I'll get into some other things that I do. So yep. where I started from, like, let's, let's get to the really deep nook of why I do what I do. Well, first of all, uh, when I was much younger, I was very shy. I was a very shy little girl. And um, I was um, basically, and a lot of people probably have too when they were younger, if you're shy and don't really get along with others, not so much I didn't want to get along with others, but they didn't really want to get along with me, I was bullied and I was basically talked down to a lot when I was younger, around the age, from the age of eight, well, around the age of five to like seven, seven, yeah, seven years old. So with that, you know, being a child, that can put a lot in your head. First of all, you think you're not worthy. You think that you don't have a purpose. Uh, you think that you're just here. You don't, you don't even know the reason why you're here. You're just, not in, a, in your mind as a child, you're just here. And your parents are sending you to school and saying, okay, you got to do what you have to do. Um, that happened to me. And to the point where it really, really made me even more lonely when I was growing up, when I was younger. So when I was to come home from school, my mother, now this is funny, because my mother was the, the one that was like, I, I, I hope I will say it wrong, but the one that she was like the, okay, you got to do this, you got to do that, else you got, you know, you got to get better in life, and you got to make sure you, you get your grades and stuff. So she was the commando, I call her. My dad on the other side was the opposite. He wanted to make sure I was doing right, but he was really sweet and, you know, would give me encouraging words and all that stuff. So I had like the yin and yang, as they say. Uh, loved them both, but they had two different worlds when it came to, you know, really teaching um, me 
um, certain things in life, which they both did. So with that, I would come home every day from school and I would like be crying or just, you know, really just sad. And my mother's like, what's going on? I don't understand why you're crying. You know, so she, she was, cause, and I understood when I got older, why she was the way she was. That's why I really love her now. She did instill a lot of toughness in me, but my dad at that time, he's like, okay, she's a child. What are you doing? <laughs> you're just yelling at her. Um, just to wrap it up. So my dad found out, you know, I kind of finally told him. I really wasn't, you know, the kids don't really like me. It seemed like, you know, I'm shy. he's like, well, you know what, Barbara? <clears throat> First of all, I want you to always remember when you go to school or whatever you do, that you are special, that you have a special gift in you. Now, he started that in me. And then he said that you are a diamond in the rough. It's just, you know, something you have to mold it and, and shape it and everything's going to come out right. And then you become this wonderful, pretty, pretty diamond that you are now, but you have to deal with a lot of things in order to get to that point. And it's going to hurt sometimes and people might say some things, but don't let it get to you because you're just molding, it's molding you and it's getting you to a better place. Now he's telling me this you know, at the age of seven and that's when that the diamond awesome. happened. Your dad is amazing. <laughs> I love him. I call him my rock. He's my rock. So, you know, with that and then dealing with my mother, I mean, she loved me dearly. I don't want people thinking that, oh, she was just a horrible mother. She wasn't. In fact, she loved me so much. That's why she was on me a lot because she wanted, I was only child. I didn't have any brothers and sisters. And she was like, you know, I, she went through a lot in her life. Um, she didn't, she just had an eighth grade education. She came from Mississippi, you know, she met my dad and then that was a whole world because it was interracial marriage because my dad was white and she's black. So that was a whole nother story of itself. And then me coming in and then people call me Oreo cookie and all that stuff when I was younger, because he's like, well, you're black outside and you're white inside. And, you know, and, and I was just like, really? So all that was kind of, you know, but this yeah. with, the, with the whole, with my dad say what he said. So moving forward, when I got in teenage years, still, you know, holding on to what my dad kept telling me. And like I said, my mother was still making sure I was stealing education and making sure I was doing what I could do. A tragic thing happened. And this is what happened. I know we've been a book together. Uh, the story that's in the book is about my dad and about um, getting through adversity. Because at the age of 17, my father um, passed away. And he didn't just pass away from a sickness or disease or a car accident, but he passed away. He was murdered. So with that, um, that took a big toll on me, too. I was just about to graduate from high school. And, you know, he was my rock. I call him my rock. He was the one that told me I had the diamond in me and it's growing. And then I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. Now my rock is gone. What do I do? And uh, to the point where I was lost it when I found out about it, they had to take me to the hospital, stayed in, stayed in the hospital uh, for three days because I was on suicide watch. Okay. And um, with that, I mean, my mother was like, oh my God, what is she going to do to herself? She's just, you know, they had all these meds in me to kind of keep me just, you know, stable. But then another confirmation came in my life. So a nurse came in the room and she said, basically, you know, I don't know who you are, you know, like deeply about your family. I just know that there's somebody that passed in your life. And I just want to let you know that, you know, whatever you're thinking of. And it's funny because I'm like, I didn't tell her nothing. She just came to me, you know, because she had to come in and do her regular routine. <laughs> and she said, whatever you're thinking of, Barbara, I don't believe that that person that passed away would want you to think those thoughts. 
She said, because, you know, for some reason, she said, I don't know what is popping up, but I didn't see you like this. And she kept grasping the something. And she just finally said, this diamond in the rough. Now, she didn't know my dad. <laughs> I never knew her. <laughs> All of a sudden, she comes out with this diamond in the rough thing. Well, Jackie, can you believe me laying there in that bed, like half in med medication on in me? And I was like, all of a sudden, pop. My brain just opened up at that point. That say that that words, those words that she said, it was like my dad was talking through her, and that saved me from saying, you know what, I want to let my life go. So at that point in time, Jackie, I told myself, whatever I do. I said, I'm going to, at that point in time, because I was a teenager and I was hearing those words, I'm going to live for my dad and move forward and make sure that no, no person feels like they're not worthy, that they're not special, and they don't have a gift in them. And that's what started the Diamond Factor. So I had to tell that story because a lot of people are like, well, why do you call your brand the Diamond Factor? And I'm like, well, I got to tell you the story. Oh, why <laughs> the wouldn't story you call it that? That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, your so the, is amazing. Oh, it, 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 I'm telling you, Jackie, it's just, and um, every time I think of them, it just puts a smile on my face because I'm just so glad, you know, things happen for reasons. There's always a sign of something in your life. And I just want to tell your, you know, your audience that, that don't, don't let the signs go to the wayside in your life, good, bad, or ugly. I know some of them might be ugly, but there's a reason for it. Cause I always tell people it's a stepping stone to something even better that's going to happen in your life, even though sometimes it might hurt, but it's also, it's going to strengthen you. So with the sign, with him telling me about the diamond in the rough, and then the nurse coming in talking about the diamond in the rough, and I'm like, okay, I, I something, something's here. <laughs> I got to keep this diamond going. Uh, but um, I had, moving- I had my first sign too. I had a, like, I had a rough childhood and my mom has five husbands. <laughs> Yeah, well, not all of them now, but my, you know, my, and when we were younger, it, we moved a lot when the drug dealers or the bill collectors caught up. It's kind of a crazy mm -hmm. thing. And went to visit my dad, my biological father, who passed this year, and mm -hmm. he didn't know what to do with kids. Is my littlest brother and I at that time, he was like two and I was four. Mm -hmm. And to make a short story short, um, we did something made him angry, and he and he backhanded me. But I was so little that I went flying across the room. Oh, yeah. And I hit the wall at the back of my head and fell behind a couch. So that's how I was that little, like a fold up behind a couch. And um, I must have hit my head pretty hard because I started seeing things. Uh, but I, I did, right? And oh. it, it's interesting because I'm, um, I'm not like Bible thumpy. I, mm -hmm. be I believe, but I, I'm, I don't like put my stuff out on other folks. But. I actually mm -hmm. saw like a charcoal sketch of Jesus's head and um, wow. I might cry. I always cry when I tell the story, but oh um, my God. Wow. and I was like, I'm good. This life is too hard already. Like I'm just good. And he's like, you're not done yet. Get up. You're not done yet. Get up. That's and it. my whole life I've had over and over like stuff come up. Like this year's yeah. been crazier too. And yeah. whenever I like get, you know, just scared or overwhelmed yeah. or life mm -hmm. takes a sideways takes. turn. I was mm -hmm. like, well, just get up. You're not done yet. And uh, so I think we all have, if you listen. Yes. It might not be That's the key. The head, right? It might be a nurse who's compassionate and talks yeah. about diamonds. But if you listen, mm -hmm. 
yeah you can be led to a, a purpose a reason yes. for being yes you no know, purpose is a lot of your work or and I, I think that we might all like have a different way we might get there and for mm -hmm. me it's always it's not about how many times you fall thank goodness because i fall all the time but, <laughs> no, me too <laughs> but right but get back up because you're not done yet and so i uh -huh. i love that so I, i'm on board with the signs like get on up Ooh. I love that, Jackie. You're not done yet. Oh, see, I call that. I always tell people when I'm coaching and when I'm talking to people that, you know, you need there's an anchor. And I call it the anchor in your life to anchor you back to where when things get off. I always say when things get all crazy, when there's like the hurricanes and the earthquakes and all that kind of stuff happening in your life. But you have that anchor and you have the anchor about, you know, it's, you're not done yet. And I have the anchor about the diamond factor. And so I tell people when I talk to them, I'm like, the diamond factor I represent, I equal to your purpose, passion, and drive. Because I think all comes together, PPD, I call it. <laughs> and I tell people that, you know, if you have a purpose and passion together, oh my God, it's just, just you can't you unite that, it just blows up. And then when you know for sure, for sure about both. I don't care what happens in life. Now I'm going to tell you, you know, my stories and we all have our stories mm -hmm. and I tell people your stories are your stepping stone. I know it doesn't feel like it at the time. I know you're like, yeah, Barbara, really, you know, this has happened to me or, you know, abuse or what have you. And I said, I know, and you, and I know that we're human and we go through things and it hurts like heck. It hurts like heck, but you have to understand it's that molding process. It's a really, it's a molding process. I mean, like my, I lost my father when I was 17. And then real quickly, at the age of 23, I, I was raped. Okay. Um, at the age of 43, I found I had, I had um, cancer in my uterus. And that's, I'm going to tell a little bit about the chemo place. That's why I'm connected with them a little bit. Uh, so I found that out because I didn't want to think about what they call the big C. I call it the little ugly C. <laughs> I don't know why they call it the big C. But anyway. Um, don't give it that power. Yeah, yeah. Don't give cancer that power. That's why, that's why I call people that are going through cancer, cancer conquerors instead of cancer survivors. Because I the word survivors to me is like, ugh. Like I love cancer conquerors. So I always call them. Continuing to victimize someone, right? Yeah. Using that. Ugh. Words matter. <laughs> yeah, words, words are powerful. So, I mean, just going through the cycles of what I went through and then, like I said, with finding out about the uterus cancer, I had to have an urgent hysterectomy done because it was so bad and I was bleeding so bad. I, I don't want to get in you know, detail because some, some of the audience will be like, Ugh. <laughs> I was bleeding so bad that they had to rush me from urgent care to the hospital, to the bed and say, okay, we have to basically do a hysterectomy on you. They were trying to save my ovaries because they didn't want me to go through you know, um, instant menopause. menopause. But after I told him, I said, look, this was me on the table telling them, if I have to go through another surgery after this, because you, you know, you've seen whatever other cancer cells or whatever, you might as well just do get, just get everything, just, just take it all because it doesn't, you know, doesn't make sense to do half. So they said, okay, Barbara, we'll, we'll make sure. And then if we have to, we're just letting you know before we put you under, uh, they put me under, woke up, they basically told me they had to take everything because they wanted to make sure that the cancer cells didn't get through the lymph nodes in my body. And then, you know, and that was a whole nother story if, if that would happen. 
So the nice thing about it, again, is I didn't have to do the radiation that they said I might have to do, and I didn't have to do any chemo because they were able to get rid of all the cancer cells at that time. Now, I'm in remission for nine. It's been nine years now. I've been in remission and cancer conqueror. <laughs> and that led me to go to the other platform that you mentioned about chemo buddies for life. So it's funny how, like I said, I'm on my journey doing my diamond factor because I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, and I, I do what Jackie does right now. I put people on the diamond spotlight factor where I want to show the diamonds. I want people to know how important they are. And I'm going to ask Jay to get on my show, just put her out on front street right now. <laughs> and anybody else out there, <laughs> you're going to be on my show. But so that's what I do. But then with all that going on, like you, like you said that I do a lot, but I love it because it's helping others is I met this wonderful lady, Tamira, putting her out there, Tamira L. Hunter. And she basically was a cancer. She's a cancer conqueror. She had uh, breast cancer. Oh, and, and her mother had cancer, her daughter, and her father. So oh. her father passed, her mother passed from it. Even her brother, her brother had it too, so then she had it. So I'm like, OMG, you're talking about a stepping stone and not liking it at that time. You know, every time I hear a story, it's like, Tamir, oh my God. So when she told me the story, what she's doing, so she said she didn't want anybody to be alone while they're going through the cancer journey, as you would call it, and going through the chemo or whatever else you know, that they're dealing with radiation. She said, because it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And you need a person in your ear or next to you holding your hand or talking to you or just, you know, you can cry with them, hug with them, whatever. So she called it Chemo Buddies for Life. She started last year where she called Chemo Buddies. So I met her four months ago and I've seen what she was doing. I'm like, I'm in it. I'm with you, Tamara. I am in it. Whatever I can help you with. If you want me to inter interview cancer conquerors, if you want me to be a volunteer, anything. And she's like, Barbara, she's like, but I know you're doing a lot. I said, you know what? The biggest thing in life that I always tell people is if you can help others with what they're doing, whatever's going to come in your life is going to come because that's just how it is. You give, you help. And automatically, whatever's going on with you, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to work itself out. We're here to help each other. I, I always stress that. We have to come together. So I told her, I said, no. I said, I got my, you know, I, you know, people know me the diamond fact, I'm working it. But I want to make sure that I'm giving myself to a cause that's helping others. And it's, it's dear to my heart because, you know, I'm in remission and I'm a cancer conqueror. So I told her, I said, well, let's just do this thing. So awesome. That's yeah. where that came in at. <laughs> so, uh, if, if you send me the information, I'll make sure the bottom of the podcast, we point um, to your Tamara as well so that she, you know, she can get some, I don't know, the resources available to others. Yes. I, a good friend of mine, three, I told you earlier too, but three friends of mine are in that journey or at some level before, after, and another yes. really great resource is actually ABCD, which is after breast cancer diagnosis, ABCD. And Ooh. they provide sometimes financial support. They mm. provide call, phone call, some other things. So that might be something your, your friend yes. might just want to connect with so that they can support one another. But it's, it saved my, one of my friends. She said it probably mm. kept her here on the planet with the rest of us. The cancer wasn't yes. going to take her. She's no. Gonna, He's going to take mm -mm. her phone. So 
Um, cancer conqueror. <laughs> well, I, said we're, I always say we're kicking cancer in the butt. <laughs> That's what I always say. Right. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. So if you, you know, don't mind sharing details, we'll make sure that's at the bottom of the podcast as well in yeah, the notes and pieces. Um so wow. So you the diamond <laughs> factor is lovely. I love I just love the Thank story you. so very much. And and um the uh chemo buddies, I've seen this so much lately. There's some like a, like this yeah. time of year is probably a great time of year to if you haven't really got involved to kind of be that listening year or that hand holding friend, now yes. would be a wonderful time to do that. I'm sure. Um, and so you got all that going on and your platform going on. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm, I don't know. <laughs> there a book that's just come out recently as yes. well. <laughs> yes, there's a book. I was, well, like I said, we were in a collaboration book together and then Barb decided to say, you know what? I think I want to be in another book. <laughs> So it's, and if I, I don't mind, if I hold up real quickly, it's, promote, promote. if you can see it, I hope I'm doing it right. Of influence. Yes. And this is another collaboration with, with some lovely ladies. Y'all know you can't see the pictures of oh, them, but I'm somewhere around there. <laughs> and um, this came because of another platform part of, it's called Celebrate You Women in Wellness. And we're a Facebook group platform. And we also do different events throughout the year to help women and to help set, the biggest thing is celebrating you. Because a lot of times, as you know, Jack, we do so much stuff. We have so many hats as women. We never get a chance to just say, Usa, like I always say, and just celebrate yourself and just do something for you. Just for you. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> so um, I met a wonderful, like I said, wonderful ladies like yourself. Her name is Luana Bradford. She's uh, basically the founder of Celebrate You. And I'm co-founder of it. She may be co-founder. And she, we met a lady uh, that is a publisher, and she's also in faith, and she, she's a wonderful lady. But she was doing a book called 30 Ways of Influence, and it comes from um, Proverbs 31 in the Bible about the woman, the, proper, the virtuous woman. So she said she wanted women to be in the book that presents, you know, certain qualities and um, she talked to Luana, she's in there, she talks about strategies and stuff like that. Then I talk about purpose. So she basically said, you know, Barbara, I would love you to be in the book and I think you have a good platform, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, and everything. And I'm like, yes, anything to get out there and let people know how special they are. That's why I keep telling her, I said, I am a cheerleader to that. So I have a chapter in the book um, on purpose. I talk a little bit about a little story I told you about when I was shy. And the biggest thing, the chapter is called, don't let, you know, don't um, neglect the signs in your life. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, look at that. That's great. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it's based on making sure that, you know, like I said, good and bad and ugly, it's a stepping stone. I really want to stress that because I know we'd be so emotionally involved in it because at the time, like I said, it's the hurt, the pain, it's the crying, everything. But through all that, I just want people to know that that's a step in because it makes you so much stronger if you let it. And that's the biggest word, if you let it. Because if you don't, you can go down the other road where it's not going to do anything and you're going to get in depressed mode. And yeah. believe me, I've been a, there. It's a stepping stone <laughs> or a slide, but the slide goes. Yeah, I like that. And I think I'm so on board with you there because. Um, and I don't want to go into my 8 billion stories, but you know, I grew up less than optimal. 
and I had similar, you know, things happen to me as well in terms of men doing things that, that I did not invite them to do. To do. And um, we were poor. We lived in a car for a year in Michigan, which mm-hmm. was cold, so it's not a good place to live in a car. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could have easily slid the way some of my family did, like, and even feel justified, right? even yeah. feel justified yeah. that like all this happened. So of course, this is where I am. Yeah. Um, but. Like, I'm not done yet, I guess. I'm not, uh, there are other people out there that are amazing, like you said. Maybe they're, they're not diamonds just yet, but they need, diamonds need pressure, right? Like, it's, yeah. they need, and the pressure is the, those yeah. challenges, and your challenges become yeah. your, your story, your biggest strength, the way that you yeah. can touch other hearts. And, mm-hmm. um, and I love women like you and meeting women like, like us that um, we celebrate other royalty. You know, yes. uh, you are no less a queen by straightening your your other fellow royal <laughs> crown. Um, we they, we can all win. We can yes. all. Yes. And we can all win. Yeah. But sometimes you need that buddy, right? That someone that reminds you that you're just not done yet. You're just you're almost mm-hmm. a diamond, but a little bit more coal. We got That's a little cool. bit more to go. Um, but mm-hmm. you, you need supportive people oh, yeah. in your life. To yes. And as women, I like. I, I hope we keep collecting each other in this way because we can be mean. We can. We can. Oh yeah. One another. Uh, we can push <laughs> folks down the slide instead of. Yeah. Help them up the stairs, or you can kick them down a slide, and um. And so I no, like collecting it, folks that just like. Like let's pull up together. Like there's yes. room for everyone. There's room for all of us. Yeah. There's so many people. You know, I was thinking the other day. There's billions and billions and trillions of people out here. So everybody trying to fight for that one thing. I'm like, you don't have to do that. There's there's for everybody. So let's just. Come. And what's so nice about it? If we come together, guess what? There's a better chance to reach out to even more people. So, I <laughs> so love- you know. I love this idea of, so you said purpose and drive, and there's a third one, and right? Drive. Uh, pa- passion, excuse me, purpose, passion, drive. That To me, that equals a diamond factor. Okay. So um, what is the difference then between purpose and pa- like passion? Is like passion sort of like being really into it? Like what, what, is, what do those words mean to you? What does purpose, passion, and drive, what do those words mean to you when you're talking about so, it? So with purpose, just like think about it like this. You have a doorknob, okay? So that purpose of that doorknob, so you can open the door. No matter if that doorknob likes it or not, <laughs> that's the purpose to open that door. So I tell people, you know, everybody, you're gonna have that purpose. You might be skilled in certain areas or have that gift in certain areas. That can never get taken away from you because that's the purpose that you have in you. Now, when you take that and add it to passion, it becomes even greater because it's something that you like if nobody you've never paid you in life for it, you would still love doing it because that's your passion. Now your passion, I always tell people, doesn't always equate to your purpose. Like I have a passion in chemo buddies for life, but Tamara's the one that's ringing that thing on. That now that's her purpose and passion. She she lives, breathes, gets up, everything with it. I might get up a little bit and breathe a little of it, but then I have my diamond fed and I'm doing other stuff. So you know that's my purpose. 
But the passion, I love her passion because it equals of what I love to do because I went through what she went through and I feel I could help in that area. So that's the passion of that. So sometimes people get get a little bit like, okay, well, purpose and passion, do they come together? And sometimes they do, but sometimes they might not because you can have a passion for fruit or a passion for chocolate cake. Yeah. Um, and that's just, you know, that's what you like to do, but that's not your purpose to always cook a chocolate cake. <laughs> um, and then the drive to me, I call that the gas of both, you know, like when you're driving a car and you know, you're almost getting on empty, which we all been there where I just got just a little more way to go and I can get to that gas station. I tell for right now, please don't do that. Just a side note. <laughs> I did it and I ran out and it's not a good picture. But, you know, just I'm using that as an example because you don't need to have that little bit of gas to push your passion and drive. I mean, to push your passion and purpose. So you always want to have that drive going because it keeps up, keeps you up with your purpose and then that passion that's behind it. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's so just, think, you know, I love that you, I'm sorry. I love that you differentiated the, the passion and the purpose piece because I, I, I think I might agree that sometimes folks get a little confused because you can also be a multi-passionate person. You mm -hmm. can have multiple things that you have a strong affinity for, but that doesn't mean that, that you have to get up and drive all them buses, right? It can <laughs> still help a little bit. Um, and cause you know, I have a, I have a daughter who's on the autism spectrum and mm. I have a, um, son with, um, an interesting form of sound dysplasia and three of my kids are asthmatic. Like I'm passionate about those things, right? Making sure we have the resources support, mm -hmm. but my purpose in life isn't to educate the world about sound dysplasia. Like yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's about making sure I know what I need to know for my son and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm passionate about that piece, but yeah. that's not what what my um, that's not my doorknob piece, right? There's something <laughs> else that's that's linked to that piece. That's leading it to it. Yeah, and and I think maybe um, I don't know. So I guess I ask: Do you do you think people's um, purpose can change through their life, or is it usually always the same thing? You know, I tell people that it's, 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 again, it's twofold with that because when you have a special gift or skill in you, I don't care from the age of when you're born to when you die, that skill is always going to be there in your life, but it changes and forms because you're getting older and you're going through those stepping stones and you're going through the, you know, all the winds and the trials and tribulations. So yeah, it's going to perfect itself. It might, you know, go in other avenues but it's still going to be there in you. Um, but it does change. A purpose can change, but the actual purpose of what you do, because it's funny because somebody was telling me, they said, Barbara, you've always been so organized. Now, people might not look at that as a purpose, but it really is. That, that's a, a skill. They said, when you were little, you used to put things in order. When you were 17, you used to make sure everything was in it. When you 20-something, you were in, in college, you were always making, I mean, it was going, and I was growing in it. I was getting different, but they said, you always had that. It was just like you using it in different ways when you're getting older. And then even now, you know, when I'm, well, I'm going to be 52 next year. I don't mind saying that. Oh, <laughs> and so beautiful as you ever were. Oh, thank you, Jackie. Because when I turned 50, I was like, oh, I got so much to do. <laughs> That's the first thing popped in my head. I think I have more stuff to do. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done yet. 
So, you know, with that, like just answering your question, um, hopefully I asked your question because I know I can get into um, squirrels sometime, um, that, you know, it does, it's always there, the main purpose of what you have, but it's going to go in, in different levels because you're growing and all those, like those other stepping stones are coming into your life. Yeah, just like you said, yeah. you know, you you have, um, and it's like, you might not, because some people, be, some people have probably like, I don't even like my purpose. Because, I mean, dad, they always tell me I'm a good speaker. I don't even want to speak. But you know what? That's the purpose of you, but you can use it in different areas. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't have to always be on the platform speaking. <laughs> uh, so that's why I tell people. Yeah, I love yeah. that because I, I, I never even thought of it at that smart of a, uh, gift level, right? So I, I have a, actually my master's degree is in technology project management because I'm insanely organized. I, I like, I enjoy making things go where they need to go. I love, mm-hmm. I like it a lot and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I was not shy. Um, I came out talking. I, I might've been talking before I was born. <laughs> I talked and, um, and when I was younger, I remember it, it was like a thing. It was like a negative thing. Like, why are you always talking? Like, you're always talking. Yeah. I always have something to say about everything. And now one of my children is quite the talkative one. And I have to like remind, remind myself. How you were. Like, don't mess with his thing. That's his thing. Like, he, he can yeah. have a skill. Like, you would have probably loved to, when you were little, to have, like, feel like you could just talk and not yeah. be afraid to speak. And yeah. but those things are gifts that we were given, right? Mm-hmm. I was gifted with the ability to be comfortable speaking to anyone at any point ever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not shy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm organized, but that, but then like people are like, well, is that a really a, a, a purpose? Well, is my, I'm good at it. It's mine. Like maybe I don't know how I can always turn it into work or money or life, but, but mm-hmm. it's my thing. And I yeah. remember a, a pastor told me once, my, I have a priest, but our pastor told us when I was younger, he said, uh, and I love this because it helps when you're having one of those rough, you know, decades. Um, yeah. He said, you know, God made everyone in his image and he made everyone perfect. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he gave every one of us a very, very special thing that's only ours. Yes. And so since God gave it to you and you're so great at it, it's actually your purpose to give it away because other people didn't get it. They didn't get that skill. He couldn't give mm-hmm. us all, all of his greatness. Mm-hmm. Right? It's too big. So he gave us all a little bit and that's why we need one another. That's what community is about because Bingo. some of us yeah. talk, some of us are quiet. Sometimes we need quiet sounds, right? Mm-hmm. And some yeah. <laughs> you need the different levels. <laughs> you need all the and, um, and I, and I, sometimes worry and then I get over it because worry doesn't solve anything but um sometimes we're so electronic and we're we're online all the time but it's also a gift it can make us connect to people we would never have seen never have found the gift that they share so if nothing else out my well maybe my purpose with all the words I use um and all my organization with all my organization I just want like, I don't need to know all the things, but I sure should share the things that I have. Yes. And you don't need all the things, but you know, mm-hmm. your challenges and your steps have given you these resources that you have that I don't. Yes. And together we're three separate. We're two, you know, 
and yes. that's what community is and that's when we can all be royalty and we all can show up because we are bigger together much bigger yes much you bigger. got it jackie you got it <laughs> the diamond factor <laughs> I'm gonna have to get on board. I want my own pin. Like <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> I might have to have this, yeah, a little pin thing. Yeah. Totally unrelated, and since we're on here anyway, but I got someone sent me once. I thought was the sweetest, cleverest thing, and it's something you might think of. They sent me a fake diamond, like a big one. Okay. And um, literally, it just the little note was like, just remember. You know, you had yeah. to be, you had to get beat up, compressed, go from coal, all this stuff before mm -hmm. you become a diamond. And I thought, yes. well, me something. but you know what? That little fake diamond sitting on my desk. See? It's my, it's one of my anchors. I have the anchors. It's one, <laughs> it's one, one of, of your anchors. But it was a that, I like that idea. See, him. you got me thinking. Yes. Well, it was relatively <laughs> inexpensive, but it, you know, the yeah. other thing now with so much so many things that are electronic sometimes it's nice to get like a not electronic gift you're right i gotta it's it's fun real quickly i know we're out of time but i received i was um you know when i was doing the chemo buddies and i had some and i was over the call because we had a 36 hour uh virtual give-a-thon just a few weeks ago i thought, I saw that. I thought you were on non-stop yeah. lady friend <laughs> we were because we're done, we're looking for buddies and you know donations. So Tamara and I told her, I was like, you can't do it alone, Tamara. She was up for the whole Thursday hour. Every hour she was there with something going on. So I had a call team. I was with a call team. So I had somebody on watch if they wanted to call to you know be a buddy or give a donation within those thirty six hours. So one of those wonderful ladies in Queen, her name is Monica. So she sent me all of a sudden out of the blue. She sent me this card. I don't know if you can. Says, hey, I just wanted to thank you. Did I? Okay, yeah. And in the card dropped out this little, I don't know if I can, this little key. key. Yeah. This little key. And in the key that's says hope. Oh. Yeah, that's so cute. Isn't that cute? So, it, oh, she had a, you got his notice. She had a picture in the, in the back. <laughs> that's Monica. Oh, look at you, Monica. Yeah, so. Monica. Monica, Monica. But um, I just wanted to show this because like you were just saying earlier, Jackie, that sometimes this is like more than just getting something in an email or a text. Because first of all, we don't even mail stuff like we used to, cards and everything. And just to get this in the mail when you're coming from work and maybe it was a hard day or whatever, and it was funny because that fact there was a lot going on that day would be. And then to see that in the mail when I opened the mailbox, that just opened my heart up even more and I was like, you know, she took the time out to, to give me some of that card and the little key with it with hope. So um yeah. Love yeah. You. People the again, the signs and the anchors. You have to remember those in life. So that's lovely. Beautiful. So are there any and anything that you would like to leave with the audience of or any parting words? Um I know that you wanted to make an offer to um some of the audience if they're you're going to do a giveaway of like, you know, something like that. Did you want to yeah. see what that is? Yeah. Well, like I said, another platform under the diamond factor LLC, um, I do, I always want to show the diamonds and I always want to show people if you have a business, a special cause, 
like, you know, what I'm doing with the chemo buddies for life. Um, I do a 15, 20 minute interview with you and I put you on my platform and show you to the world if I can. Um, I got a YouTube channel that I'm working on right now. Um, I always tell people when I am doing their interviews of uh, the numbers that I have, because I want them to know that I'm really trying to put them out there. So if anybody's interested, um, please you know, contact me. I think Jackie's gonna have my information uh, to get with me and we can set up a time. Uh, with that, it's, it's no cost. The only cost um, that I give is my time to make sure that you can be at the Diamond Shows to, yeah. uh, and for you and for others. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I am so happy we got to spend this time together. And this is awesome. Yeah, it's it's fun. I love doing it. And um, I'm excited that um, I, I will be some reciprocity. So I'll be showing up on the, the Diamond Factor soon. But um, thank you again. And you. Um, we'll get out. I'll get information out to you and the rest of the audience on the date that you're you're going to be on the podcast. So you can tell everyone all about it. Sound yeah. good? Thank you, Jackie. Queen Jackie. Uh, you Love later. you. Love you too. Bye. Swoosh. <laughs>